genre. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we investigate the gunfights, car chases, and proper action of Hot Fuzz one minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. And I'm Scott Corelli. Today, we're about to go off on minute 58, which begins with Danny saying that he's never shot anyone before and ends with Angel pulling the name Simon Skinner from the raffle. And uh, our guests are back, Grant and Paige from Gilmore Ball Z. Welcome. Thank you. Hey. Hi. Hi. So, uh, so yeah, this, this, this begins, uh, this sort of like two minute long ramp up to like a big moment in the movie. Um, but, uh, before we get to, uh, the raffle, uh, moment, uh, I do want to point out the, uh, the bit about the bouncy castle because Danny wants to go to a bouncy castle to get (laughs) shooting a man off of his mind. It's a very like uh, it, it's very like whoa. So we should probably go back to my place, right? I mean, yeah, that was really exciting. We should probably just go back to my place for like tea or coffee or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But he wants to go to the bouncy castle. I mean, my kingdom to see the, these two just like bouncing in a bouncy castle. Yeah, probably and like and one- and Danny giggling and and Nicholas like trying to pretend that he's not having fun. Mm-hmm. Also, Nicholas is making sure he's not bouncing too high just to to stay safe. Yeah, yeah I feel like he has like. Both of his arms would be at his sides, but he has to have them slightly out so he can catch himself, and he's jumping exactly a foot and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's jumping the exact same height every time just to make sure. Just just for the scene of the uh, bouncy castle attendant reminding Nicholas to take off his shoes, I think would be <laughs> <laughs> that would be worth it for the scene alone. Clearing the kids out. Yeah, get the kids out. We're we're putting these two adult men in here. The, in the Andes look castle. over it. The Andes look ready to go home. Yeah, I don't know. I think they're having a good time. Yeah, I don't know. They're just over there having a smoke, talking shit about everybody. Yeah, talking shit about everybody. Yeah, I mean that's their idea of a great time. Exactly. Obviously, they're enjoying themselves. They have not changed since high school. I can imagine them doing doing this like at every pep rally. Oh no, yeah, just like fuck this place, man. Definitely, I, I I could see them. I could see them being like those those like angry like uh, punk rock kids, like you the know? Freaks. Yeah, the freaks. They're just like yeah. Their album is called Splat the Rat. <laughs> Splat the Rat. Exactly. We are the Andes. This is our album Splat the Rat. <laughs> oh man! Now we have to make that T-shirt. Great, <laughs> great. Mission accepted. <laughs> I feel like their first EP would be something horrible about lady cops and pigs. Oh no! Was it would have been during the seventies? Yeah, like, lady cops. Would it be through the seventies? No, it's dead. Yeah, it's true. They're, they're yeah, like I mean, you know, like Gary like King yeah, left high school true. in nineteen ninety. Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. late eighties probably. Seventies was like their childhood, like Edgar Wright. Right, right, exactly. The Kings. Yeah. Prick, wanker. <laughs> I think about that. Shock. Quite. I think about that a lot. <laughs> Uh yeah. I I I love how quickly they wander over there. That's true. Yeah, they move right over there. Yeah. 
I feel like their second song was Prick Wanker Shark. Yeah, Prick Wanker Shark. They do it again. Um, Hold the fucking phone. Hold up, up, guys. All right. So uh, if you have the minute in front of you, yes, uh, those watching yeah. him, about uh, maybe ten seconds in. If you look in the in the right there, yeah. Oh God, damn it! It <sighs> looks like a little good good little German Shepherd is getting fed some licorice. Oh yeah. Look at that. Oh, he did get something. It's probably not licorice. I bet it's like uh I bet it's like uh some meat sticks or yeah, something. Right 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 as Tim Messenger runs up, you can yeah. see. Yeah, he's getting some snacks. That's good. Good for him. Oh there. I see it. I was looking at the wrong shot. Yeah, he's getting something. Yeah. He's getting some kind of treat. Good for Saxon. Yeah, good for Saxon. He's Saxon. a good boy. <laughs> he's a good boy. Uh, so there is a there is a little bit again in the script here that uh, was removed. It looks to me I can't see the edit where it's missing. So it looks to me like they they removed this. They they never shot it. Okay. Like it never happened. Um, but there is a bit where uh, uh, Weaver uh, shows up when you know the the young blonde boy from uh, the school. Yes. Yeah. So he runs into Nicholas, and Weaver says, "Watch where you're going." And then we realize that uh, that is uh, actually Weaver's grandson, Gabriel. And uh, Angel's like, "Oh, I've met Gabriel before." Um, and then says, uh, uh, "I gave a talk at your school, didn't I, Gabriel?" Gabriel says, "Yeah." And then Angel says, "Maybe we'll get a chance to have another little chat sometime." Um, and yeah, well, the reason is that during this whole scene, Gabriel like ran to Angel. So like, it looks like he ran into him, but it was really, he was running toward Angel to tell him something, but Weaver stops him. Oh, okay. So he was a comforting. Okay. So it's not like, I'll take you in because you're underage drinking at the age of five. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's just being from England. Yeah. No, it is. It is. He is, he is running into his arms to like his, he's, it says that he's like, his eyes are like wide as saucers. Um, and he looks terrified. And that's why so are the greenest people. Yeah, right, right. So that's why Angel's like, maybe we should have a little talk. It's a cookbook. Um, it's a cookbook. And then Weaver says, "I'm sure Gabriel would love that." And then they go about their separate ways. And Danny goes, "What was that about?" <laughs> uh, and then that's when Tim Messenger shows up. Hi, hi. Um, and says, <laughs> uh, "He says uh, I need to talk to you about George Merchant alone. It might be less conspicuous if you don't bring the monkey." And Angel says, this man is a police officer. <laughs> I thank you to treat him with more respect. And Tim Messenger says, I was talking about that. And then, oh. <laughs> That's great. That joke doesn't get old. <laughs> so I've, I've, I've got to say, I, I question Tim Messenger's um, thought process in this scene. We all do. For a number of reasons. But, he okay, so he runs up to Angel. He says, I need to talk to you alone at 3 o'clock in the in the courtyard Mm -hmm. please be there come alone he runs off then angel immediately gets called up to go do this thing for the raffle and while the raffle's being you know wound up he checks and sees that it's all it's about to strike three so nick messenger said hey or tim messenger tim messenger said hey meet me at three o'clock when it was presumably like 258 yeah He's basically saying, like, hey, meet me in 30 seconds. Yeah, like, why don't you be like, hey, let's go to the courtyard. I need to talk to you about something. Right, walk with me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Meet me after the raffle. Yeah, yeah, like like at 3 o'clock sharp when it's it's literally about to become 3. Well, he I, wants he I, wants yeah. he wants to meet him during the raffle presumably because everyone will be distracted by the raffle or so he would think. 
Um, little did he know that someone else was using the distraction of the raffle to take care of something else. Uh, Splat the Rat, to play a game of Splat the Rat, if mm-hmm. you will. Batman. You know what we didn't talk about? Uh, what is what is what is the meaning behind like what is the game Splat the Rat? Oh, it looked to me like one of those, um, uh, like, like old, a whack a mole, like an old school whack a mole. Oh, okay, like a wicker yeah, man, yeah, or like a or or like a you know, uh, ring the bell kind of thing. Oh, okay. Or it could be um, like there are those games that are almost like skee ball but have little cats, cats alley in mm. in a. Like uh, arcades and things. Oh, I'm, yeah, I don't know what that is. Fuzzy cats instead of like. I game. think that might just be a you thing. I mean, I did not invent this. Is no, that safe? but I don't think playing? that's a widespread thing. Oh, is that? Were you dreaming when you were there? Maybe it's regional. <laughs> <laughs> because well, I'm sure, I'm sure it's a real thing, but I don't think it's a it's a soupy. Uh, I don't think it's a super widespread one. Yeah, that, I, I've never sounds, heard of it. Uh, it sounds great though. Uh yeah. Uh, let no, me, it sounds like fun. Let me know when those where those are because I want to go to one. But uh, I feel like there used to be one in Santa Cruz, California, but that's not useful to anyone mm. except for listeners in Santa Cruz, California. That's yeah, true. Shout check out, out your local boardwalk. I gotta I gotta go investigate this. Uh, this this uh, this this game. This this ski ball with cats game. Ski ball scat cats. I found it. Scat cats. That's an unfortunate name. Ski ball scat cats was my favorite '90s cartoon. One, <laughs> <laughs> well, all three of them are voiced by Bobcat Goldthwait. Wow. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Uh. So yeah. So he gets called up. Uh, to do this raffle to pull the name out of the out of the raffle. Or really, he's not even coming up to pull the name. He's just reading the name. Because Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a pretty flimsy pretense to get Angel out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Like uh, if if it wasn't very obvious why they needed him to be busy, I would call it a weird plot contrivance. But it's not. It's it all makes perfect sense. It's just a very flimsy excuse. It's I, contrived in the way that lots of schemes are contrived. Right. Yeah. But then once again. Otherwise they'd be plans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. But then once again, just like with Splat the Rat, they are just dangling their plan in front of his face because the first name that gets pulled out is Simon Skinner, who is uh, missing, which is just, I mean, <laughs> You know, you would think you would think like, well, why why in the world would they pull that name out of the raffle when 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 Skinner's going to be busy dumping this uh, th- this this thing on his head on Tim's head? Like, why why would they call his name of all the names there? Why that one? Mm-hmm. They are definitely <clears throat> in this sequence in particular, they're definitely going out of their way to just poke the bear. Yeah. For sure, like in 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 the all in these three minutes so far, it's just been repeatedly poking the bear, right? Because they haven't seen Nicholas with an air rifle. That's true. Only Hatcher has, and he was shot, so he <laughs> couldn't tell the tale. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's 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 uh, fascinating to me, like how willing they are to uh, really poke the bear, as you said. Um, because you know, you could, you could say in this particular minute, you could argue, well, I mean, it's just, you know, it's just a, it's an accident, just a coincidence that they pulled uh, Simon Skinner's name out of the, out of the thing, an unfortunate coincidence. But then as we'll see tomorrow, no, 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 they are just dangling it in front of his face. Um, what's about to happen. But, uh, yeah, I don't know what their decision or, or thought process behind this, 
riddlerizing of their plans um, are. I don't know if they would just want to see what they can get away with or how far they can take this or... Maybe they're just having fun. Yeah, they're yeah. having fun with it. Just a whole town of sociopaths. <laughs> just a whole town full of sociopaths. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, like, you need proof. Yeah. It's like what would happen if, like the the Batman game villains, if the Batman villains like retired and went to go live in a community together. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just yeah. left to their own devices. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> There's something kind of De Palma-y about the next couple of minutes. Just this whole sequence, it, it does kind of feel like you're about to like, like you're watching like the Manchurian Canada. I know that's not the Palma, but it, it's, it's <laughs> it suddenly does become this like white knuckle thriller of like overlooking a mass of people to look for the one guy. Yeah, yeah. No, there's definitely a lot of De Palma in this, um, for sure, especially in the next minute. Uh, but but it's it's present here because it's sort of like the preamble. It's the start. Yeah, and then and then in the next minute we get we get the meat of. Uh, what that is, I think. Yeah, the way that Edgar Wright manages the tension in these next, in this minute, and the next two, just in these three minutes, is is really masterful. Yeah, absolutely. Can't wait for his actual thriller horror movie. Yeah, yeah, abs- Oh man, I can't wait. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, the thing about this too is, you know, when you see this the first time, you have no idea what's about to happen. Nothing like you, you know, can imagine. Right. You know something's going to happen, but you don't know what at all. This is probably what's about to happen is probably at the bottom of your list of things that's about to happen. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, and it's it's sort of what makes this great is like the tension is rising because you know something's going to happen, but you don't know what. Because you've, you've seen such horrible things so far. Right. You know all bets are off. Right. And the, and the, and the sequence is telling you that something bad is going to happen. Yeah. But you just you've no idea what it is. So that's where the tension is being is being uh, mm-hmm. uh, built from, I think. And I, I like that a lot. But um, yeah, I uh, I mean, you know, not not much else to say about this minute. Uh, I, I don't think. What about you guys? Actually, this this minute did resolve something for me in my childhood because um, I hit in the sweet spot to play Neopets. Sure. Uh and I did not realize that Tombola was something that existed outside of free money and Neopets every day. Oh, right. Oh. Yeah. One of the classic games is this Tumblr thing that they're doing. And so I didn't know it was real until I first watched this movie. Interesting. Like, like me and Prefix. Yeah. Oh. Harry Potter. Like yeah. Not just for Harry Potter anymore. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've always seen those spinny things. But uh, yeah. I didn't know they had a name or a brand or anything. That's really fun to say. Yeah. Tombola. Tombola. But there are a lot of Tombolas Tombola. in Bioshock Infinite. Just Tombola. Pepper Tombola. Oh, probably. You're probably right. It does seem like something that would be in that. Um, also, uh, really great handwriting on uh, Simon Skinner. Simon Skinner's name. Yeah, it's name. all very uniform. And we'll, so the idea is, is the idea is supposed to be that everybody put their names into the raffle. I guess, or somebody put everyone's name in the Those raffle. The, see, I, when I hear raffle, I assume you put your own name in. If you want, and win. so then, obviously, these two are ones that that they planted, and so it would make sense for the handwriting to be uniform. Because when we get the next name next minute, it's the same handwriting, right? But you'd think I don't know. You'd think they'd at least try to keep up the ruse and at least try to make it look like different. Handwriting was that's very. You don't care. Not if you're already getting away with it. It's true. It's like they, they're, they're. It's not just like a bunch of Batman villains went to a retirement community. It's a bunch of Batman villains went to a retirement community and got sloppy. 
Yeah. Or called Batman just to, they did, they're old. They don't care anymore. <laughs> Batman's in London. You didn't care about us. <laughs> I, uh, I do. There, there's also that one beat that I do love of him correcting force with service under his breath. Mm-hmm. He can't let it go. He can't let it go. He just wants everybody to get, get it right. He, he has more respect for the job than anyone else. But uh, you know the, the 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 police service has been a bit of a joke, and, it's, and, it's, and I love that it's Stanford not coming from a, it's point. not coming from a place of ego. It's that he knows that that service is a more neutral, non-aggressive title, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got a rationale for it that is somewhat reasonable. Yeah, absolutely. Oh man. Um. All right. Well. Uh. Anything else for this minute, guys? I think I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Right. Well, uh, everybody, go check out all the podcasts we have at DuelingGenre.com, including uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, which uh, Grant and Paige both uh, guested on. No, uh, just Grant. Uh, just me. Oh, I, just I you. guessed it on. Oh, okay. Yeah. He wears the turtle pants in this family. Okay. Yeah, no. The turtles are, <laughs> turtles are firmly in my domain. So, okay. yeah, I guested for a couple minutes on, on that. Also, he owns pants with the turtles. I them. do also literally own Ninja Turtle pants. There's a pretty oh. great turtle in Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> there is some pretty great turtle in Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Uh yeah, all right. Well, I I guess I I look forward to uh your future podcast Teenage Mutant Ninja OC. Um <laughs> I was going to I was going to say you Actually, should you, you should do Gilmore Ball GT and do Gilmore Girls no. a year in the life and then Dragon Ball GT. <laughs> we don't hate ourselves. We don't hate ourselves okay. quite that much, although we are going to do a year in the life. <laughs> and we do actually have a bonus episode out uh, where we watch the pilot episode of the OC because that was Grant's teen drama jam when he was about 12. It's true, oh, yeah. Yeah, so, okay. you, so you can get us talking the OC, although it's just for the pilot. I okay. refuse to watch anymore. Yeah, I, I filled her in on what happened later in the show and she, she gave up. Uh. <laughs> God, I love that show so much. Um, all of it. <laughs> all of it. Even the worst parts. Uh, <laughs> it's a show that you need to just take it as it is yep. or or not. If it's, it's a it's a, if you if you don't if you can't handle it, it's worse. You don't deserve it at its best kind of deal. Yes. Uh-huh. Agreed. That sounds like something Marissa would say. That does sound like something Marissa would say. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't sound like something Marissa. That's a, that, that's a summer. That's a summer line. Either, that's a summer I watched line. the pilot. Oh, I remembered I was gonna, one of their names. Oh, that's me, true. That's fair. That's fair. Because it's definitely a Taylor Townsend thing to say. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. It is also definitely a Taylor Townsend thing to say. Yeah. But it is also definitely a summer. Anyway, <laughs> we do have that as well. But late summer, not early summer. Um Anyway, <laughs> more of an August, early September. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that's, uh, that's <laughs> go check out duelinggenre.com and all the podcasts that we have there. Uh, and we'll be back tomorrow with minute 59 for the greater good. The greater good. The greater good. The greater good. Out in the country, far from all the subtle noise of the city, there's a village green. It's been a long time. I lost at eyes in the church with the steam.